we're back. Just like the moon in the sky, you always get the various phases. You get some of the moon being there a little bit, then you get all of it, and then it's gone a little bit. Just a little bit of a sliver. And that's kind of how we've been the last couple weeks because we had a little bit of a uh, hiatus, which was greatly exaggerated, and now we're back. If this is your first time listening to Earth A94, we are a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. I am one of your esteemed co-hosts. My name is Devin Stone, but not only do I have the legendary, the amazing co-host of mine, the all-known love so dearly, we have a special guest that we're going to get to in just a second, and so we're going to be breaking down episode three a little bit, but most importantly, episode four of Moon Knight, and there is a lot to talk about, plus some other things and more. So, with that being said, let me kick it over to my co-host, Louis Tonarini. The idiot's back. Well, you know, I just I really loved him saying that in the first episode. We don't get enough uh, shit-talking Khonshu, I feel. That is but true. It is what it is. I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. It's good to see you again. And I am so excited for today that I had to make sure that I stopped at Starbucks. So I got a little bit of more, uh, as some people say, liquid courage, but more so just some fuel to keep me going so I don't pass oh, out of my You're not going to fall asleep on me today? You dirty no. dog. <laughs> Only sometimes. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's good to see you, Louis. But we got to introduce our super special guest. I think maybe our second guest on the show that's outside of like our friend group and everything. And it's going to be a really exciting time. Uh, we've been talking to um, this gentleman. I'll let you introduce himself in a second here. We've been talking to him uh, through Instagram and the various socials and kind of being part of that also Marvel Cinematic Universe and pop culture uh, podcast community that we're growing here. And so we're so excited to have him on the show because you got to check out his podcast. He is so analytical. He breaks down the stuff so well, and it's very, very entertaining. So we're excited to have uh, Brian on the show here. Introduce yourself. Oh, thank you guys for uh, having me. I am uh, Mr. Marvel, and this is going to be a lot of fun we're going to have tonight. Awesome. And, you know, it's it's so, uh, like, fitting for your name, Mr. Marvel, as we have uh, Mr. Knight, Moon Knight, and everything. So... Maybe you're one of the other personalities, and this is the scoop, everyone. I, I could be. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just have to wait and find out. Episode six. Hey, there we go. So it's great to have you, man. We're excited to have you on the show, and uh, we'll spend a little bit towards the end of this episode. We'll do a little bit of some fun Q&A to get more of like your uh, favorite stuff. But right away, for people who are following along with the podcast, you can catch up with us on all our socials at Earth894Podcast. Uh, where can they find you and your handles at? Um, you can check me out at Mr. Marvel's Minutes. Nice, nice. Awesome. So on this show, we always like to kind of catch up, especially since it's been a couple of weeks since we last met here and gathered and talk about the good uh, news from uh, everything MCU related. And so we like to do this little thing where we talk about what's been Marvel or what's been heroic or just generally we like to refer to this as MCU4U. That is right. So I always like to kick it off to Louie because he always gets me so pumped up to talk about MCU for you and me and all that great stuff. So Louie, what has been MCU for you? I, uh, it's been quite a, uh, a gap here, but to keep it somewhat short, I've been watching a lot of Luke Cage. I have a, um, like a little mini episode planned about the Marvel or the Marvel, the Netflix now Disney plus shows mm-hmm. that I want to discuss a little bit, maybe, you know, 10, 15 minutes for a day that we don't have something planned. 
other than that, I went to Target. I've been on the hunt for a Wanda comic book cover Funko Pop. Mm. My Target said limited stock, which in my mind went, there's at least one. So I went there and let me tell you, no. <laughs> so uh, while I was there, I, I picked up a bunch of uh, new... Oh, cool. Spider-Man t-shirts. I've like I bought like three t-shirts and then I bought Eternals on Blu-ray because I have to have all of them, even mm-hmm. if it is Eternals. Um and when I was checking out the lady at the register, she was super nice. Older lady. She's like, Oh, you really like all this stuff, huh? And I was <laughs> like, Yeah, you could say that, lady. I really do. And she's like Oh yeah, did you see the new Batman? I was like, oh goodness. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, it's not re- they're not they're they're separate. But yeah, I right. saw it. She goes, "Oh, I know, I know." Oh, I heard that they have a new Doctor Strange love coming on and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my goodness. This- I'm going to have to put you in your place, lady." I was like, "Yeah, we got our tickets already." She's like, "Oh, that's very cool. Very cool." I was like, "Okay, have a good one." And then, you know, it's been stuck in my brain until I could tell you about it. It'd have been great if that woman was just like, "Oh, bye," and did like the live yeah. long and prosperous box sign oh, yeah. oh, to really goodness. sign it off. But yeah, I mean, she was super nice, but it was funny. <clears throat> I love being like such a fanboy, and then everybody being like, "Do you like Superman?" You're like, oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. And then yeah, I got Eternals, and then I also got uh, No Way Home on Blu-ray Ooh. via Amazon. So now my collection for at least the MCU is full. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one that should come out on Blu-ray would be Morbius, which isn't the MCU, but I'll still buy it because I'm a sucker. And uh, yeah, good stuff, you man. Know. Thanks, so, Brian. For the first time ever, what has been Brian. MCU for you? Oh, I mean, it's a tough one to not be able to talk about it, but the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Oh, man. Yes. yes. <laughs> that has been my entire week. <laughs> how many, so if you had to uh, put a number to it, how many times have you rewatched that trailer? If I had to put a number to that, it's probably say 15 to 20 times. Okay, that's not bad. And I'd say five of them were super, super slow-mo. Oh, <laughs> nice. Well, you're breaking it down. Yep. Getting deep. Catching every detail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I imagine there's I'm probably a good number of, like, little things in there, too. And we'll we'll be careful that we don't try and uh I mean, skew. if you got to talk about it, you got to talk about it. It's cool. I'm not I'm not going to ruin your, your day here. No, you're fine. I feel like with this trailer, too, it, it was more of a... We're just trying to set the tone a little bit, and it's kind of like... They didn't show stuff I'd imagine would be in, like, the second and third act at least for the most part. It seemed a lot of introductory stuff to kind of get of uh, where are we at in this kind of state in the game and everything. Um, but it gave great meme material so that you have seen a little bit, Louie. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Awesome. Anything else for you, Brian? No, that's really been my entire week. <laughs> if you could wrap up Marvel in one word, that's it. Wow, awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I was so excited we finally got it because, you know, we were supposed to get it, what was it, uh, the week prior on Monday? That was what they were doing, the whole 4, 11, whatever tease. And then they were like, yeah, guess what? It's not coming. Um, but I'm glad we still got it here, which means 
Louis, you're probably going to have to dip out during the, the intro credits for you've seen Doctor me, Strange. You've seen me when uh, trailers come on, haven't you, Devin? Yeah, Louis will literally be there like... I go... My wife, too. Try not to see what happens. Yeah, it's a great time. That was before Endgame. You had to close your ears before Endgame. Yeah, I only saw the first trailer for Endgame, and that was it. I was actually surprised I held my own on that, too. But that was pre-podcast days. Nowadays, I, I'm i a slave to the grind, man. Gotta get that content. <laughs> well, Devin, what's been MCU for you, friend? Yeah, so, you know, I was uh, so I was away for about five or six days. Uh, I was in good old Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, my band, Wolf Road, we were playing a uh, music conference slash festival and everything. Really great time. Awesome people we got to meet and uh, some really good stuff in the pipeline. So uh, it was all in all a good time. But still found time to, of course, watch Moon Knight episode three and all like that. But um, what I had been doing this week, I totally forgot about it. Um, The Incredible Hulk is finally streaming on a service that I own, which is HBO Max. So I uh, am about the first 20, 20, 30 minutes into the movie right now. Um, I'm at the point where they just chase down Bruce Banner through the bottle factory and everything. And uh, that one dude, I forget his name, but he's basically like, hey man, I've seen some stuff, but that was crazy. Like, I want to keep fighting. And General Ross is just there with a scar like, I got something for you, son. <laughs> Very weird. I just, like, I, I've i never seen General Ross in that kind of state before. And so I'm excited to keep going along with this. But um, it's, you know, I, I can't judge it just yet. I feel like I'm just going to enjoy it no matter what, like, biases aside. I just want to watch, like, an early Marvel comic book film from, like, early 2000s. And that's how I'm excited to finish up here. So I'll probably finish yeah. that by, like, Saturday. Rest in peace to Thaddeus Ross. Yeah. Still sad, so I'm curious to see what they're going to do with this character. That's moving not forward. what I want. Yeah. Um, as you know, I've, I freaking loved the Hulk movie. Yeah, and, no, uh, you're an advocate for it. You're a champion for yeah, it. That, that, was your, that was your very bottom for our list. but You know, maybe um, I'll have to revisit now after I see it. Who knows? Maybe it's my number one. Yeah, oh, I, I really doubt that. <laughs> I really doubt that a lot. Like, what the hell? That's okay. Uh, I don't know if you saw our lists, uh, Mr. Marvel, but uh, my number one was Thor Ragnarok. For my favorite MCU movie, I picked Thor Ragnarok. So I'm like super excited for Thor Love and Thunder. So that's why I'm not like for Doctor Strange, I've seen a bunch of the. the trailers spider-man of course i watched the trailers but this one i'm just like i really want to go in blind have no idea what's going to happen even though i do know bits and pieces already but that's that's that so uh i think that just about covers it so typically we go into the news here but i mean the news is that moon knight's crazy and that uh that thor trailer is out go watch if you want to go check it out and see what's up but uh if not and we're going to talk some Moon Knight here in just a second. <clears throat> so like I said, uh, Louie and I didn't really get a chance to go full dive into episode three, but episode four is the one that's got a lot more to talk about, but there's still a couple little things here. So let's kick off this discussion just talking a little bit about episode three and what went on and all like that good stuff. So episode three was called The Friendly Type, and uh, it's got the lowest rating by a couple minor points on like IMDb and stuff if you follow that. But overall, I think that was still a somewhat decent episode because it opened up a lot more of the lore side of things. 
Um, what were your general consensus on the episodes uh, when you guys watched it? For episode three, that is. I mean, I thought it was incredible. Just the fact that we got introduced to the Inyad. Mm-hmm. Um, I could go on and on about that. I feel like we are going to get that Avengers level threat. Mm. And somebody's going to be coming in soon. Ooh, interesting. So who would you think would be the Avengers level threat? Or is it too soon to tell? I lost sound there. There we go. Sorry no, about good. that. Lost sound. Um, yeah, just the, the fact that the Inyad's there. We know that Thor has a relationship with them. Mm. And with Thor, Love and Thunder right around the corner, I could only assume that we end episode six with something big. How about you, Louis? What was your takeaway on episode three? Um, yeah, I I enjoyed it. Got a lot of Moon Knight, you know, he was, I, I, I like Moon Knight. He did the whole cape thing, the moon cape. That was cool. Hannah pointed out to me one thing, though, is that Steven, he, like, wants to not fight, which mm. is understandable. But when you're in the middle of a giant fight and you're just getting, like, wrecked, and then you're just like, nope, done. And then he turns into Mr. Knight and he's like, okay, guys, bye. And then they just start stabbing him over and over. <laughs> not stabbing, but... uh What's the word I'm looking for? He was getting Impa- skewered by man. <laughs> like impaling him. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, 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 you go back, you go back. And then he becomes <laughs> Moon Knight again. That was, that was A, that was funny. B, Steven, what are you doing? What are you doing, Steven? Um, he's Steven with the V, man. He took that jackal down and then. Steven with a V. He was good. V for victory. There's been so many like rumors of people appearing in this show that when they introduced the other gods. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling like we were going to get somebody <clears throat> that we've seen before as one of the avatars or such. Mm. And we didn't, which is fine. But I was just like, Ooh. And they were like, they were like, we got to go see these other guys. And I was like, Oh, who are we going to go see? And then it was just people that we've never seen before. Like, who but, are we seeing? But it was hilarious because all of them were just like, so anyway, this is what we're doing here, and blah, blah, blah. And then it would be Conchu's turn to talk through Mark, and he'd just be like, <laughs> yelling and screaming, and you're just like, oh, man. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm rambling, of course. But all in all, good episode. Nice, man, yeah. I thought that was a – I kind of got a kick out of that, too, when he's Conchu is just like – also, it speaks to Oscar Isaac and I think why they actually made a really great choice choosing him to be this, you know, titular character because of the versatility and just the range he has to act like four different people pretty much at this point. And just the way he's acting and the conjure just like old man or old uncle, you know, like, oh, that's old uncle Bob. Just just let him do his thing. He's just just, just ignore him. Um, it was it was good to see that. And then when Arthur just walks in like this man's clearly insane, he's ill. And then they uh, had that moment. It's like, you can speak freely. And he's like, yes, I am ill, but you guys aren't listening. Like this guy is up to no good and everything. So um, I like that the way they, they approach that scene and everything too. So the only thing I'm a little bit lost on, and now I will preface this with, uh, so I typically watch the episodes like five to six in the morning. Um, I'm usually up that early because my dog and all like that. Um, so when I tried watching that last Wednesday, I kept on dozing off constantly and i didn't actually finish the episode like bits and pieces until almost that following like saturday so 
maybe one of you guys can help elaborate. When they went to visit um, the one guy with where the main battle sequence takes place and the horses and all like that and the knighting, um, that sarcophagus or the artifact they were looking at, that wasn't Amit's, right? That was someone else? Yeah, that was uh, Sinfu's sarcophagus. Sinfu's, okay. Gotcha. What was the significance with why they've needed to go to that sarcophagus? Because I think I missed it. He was, the, uh, he was entrusted to, I guess, bury... <laughs> Amit, mm. or know like the where the burial tomb was. Okay, so that was his only option to to find them since they lost the scarab. Right. Okay. That now it makes sense because I've just been like, what the hell is it? I, I clearly could have just watched the episode again. Um, yeah. But. Um, I've watched the ep- I watched that episode twice, and I honestly I couldn't have told you either one of those things that he just said. I knew <laughs> a, a, approximately what was going on. But if you would have judged, if you would have quizzed me on who Sinfu was, not a chance. Um, this show, Louie, I'm going to tell you right now, when it's over, I am already imagining how much trivia I'm going to come with. I'm up, uh, come up with that you're just going to be like, who the hell knows that? Oh yeah, you're the worst trivia person ever. <laughs> and you do it every Tuesday. Yeah, the nice hippo goddess lady told uh, Mark and or Khonshu. Mm-hmm to go to Sinfu's sarcophagus and then uh, they'll be able to figure out where Amit is buried. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, they had to go to Midnight Man, which they don't call him that. I don't... You know what they called him. What did they call him? <laughs> they didn't call him Midnight Man, right? No, no, yeah. They did not call him Midnight Man, but... When he got struck with the uh, the the moonerang, <laughs> the clock struck midnight. <laughs> mm. Wow! Rest in peace to him as well. Yep. Yeah. So let's let's just go straight into episode four at this point because this is the episode they were teasing for a while. Even the cast and crew about episode four is gonna is gonna change some things. It's gonna you know make you reevaluate what's going on with the show. Which you know they were right. They're definitely right. So, well, before we dive into episode four, <clears throat> it's important to know where we left off at episode three, which is Conchu uh, and Steven, Mister Knight, turning back time in the sky mm-hmm. until uh, Layla can find the coordinates for Amit's tomb, and in doing so, the gods uh, imprisoned Conchu in stone. And now there is no, there is no special suits for, for Mark or Steven or the third guy, Jake. Uh, so yeah, that's where we left off. And I totally forgot about the, like the, the star sequence because that was really cool. I wish I, uh, you know, that'd be one of those things where I, I'd be totally cool seeing that in 3d just to kind of get, see what else I can like add or enhance to that experience. But that was pretty cool. And there was Enhance. a, there was a, I think it was a TikTok where I saw that it's like Doctor Strange just like just just being himself, just doing his whole thing, and then he looks up in the sky and he's like, "What the? F-? <laughs> like, <laughs> poor guy just can't catch a break." Uh, so I hope something's referenced about Moon Knight in that sequence somewhere down the line of like, yeah, do you remember the night where the stars literally just, I don't even know, just reblicked, went back yeah. thousands of years? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, good times. <clears throat> 
also, I will say I was not expecting him to lose Kanchu and the power and everything so quickly. So that was another thing that I was like pleasantly surprised about with this show. Uh, really? Just, just going for it. You Did weren't you expecting that? I feel like every superhero entity, the main character loses his powers in the first movie, season, something. Yeah. Mm. Or if, if if they're established. If they're not established, the whole first thing is them establishing their powers and then the whole second is them losing their powers. Like Spider-Man 2, he lost his, his spider powers. He has to get them back and stuff like that. It, it's like a it's like a very superhero trope. Sounds like I got to so go like, back and watch Spider-Man 2, so. So like you knew like I knew I knew that he was going to have to figure out a way to bring back his powers mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah. Are you do you feel in line too on that uh matter Brian? Did you feel like it was coming? I do. I look back at Tom Holland's Spider-Man when he lost the Peter Tingle. Ah, yes. Had to get it back to win. Gotta get that tingle back up, man. <laughs> there's a couple, uh, there's a couple of medications I heard work pretty well for that, but I don't know if it helped him out too well. Yeah, but it doesn't work against food. You know, May threw a banana at him and it didn't work. MJ kept throwing bread at, at Spider Man and that wasn't working. So it doesn't work for bread. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So that brings us back to episode four here. So. One thing I will point out is that I do like that Layla is starting to take a little bit more of a like a dominant role in the show as like a supporting role and everything. Because um, she's the character I'm most curious about aside from just, you know, Mark Spector and the various aliases and personalities, almost like a character study. But I really want to know, I feel like there's something bigger that's going to be going down the road with her. Now, I don't know too much uh, about Moon Knight in the comics and what's already out there. What I have heard is that her character is almost like a bit of a mix of a existing Moon Knight comics character or something like that. Um, do you guys know more about that? Marlene. Marlene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so was Marlene his romantic interest or wife too in that stance? Yes, sir. Yep, she was. Gotcha. So I wonder why they changed the name. Maybe just to make it something, I don't know, a little bit more recent up to date and stuff like that uh but yeah so i want to talk a little bit more about that whole crazy crazy sequence of just they finally approach the actual tomb and everything find it and then just chaos ensues right did are you now are you guys fans of like indiana jones like the big like swashbuckling adventure movies oh definitely did you get like major like (laughs) mummy or indiana jones vibes from this it was a little bit of both yeah. through the last two episodes. I love that so much. Like if, you know, if I had a dream job, it would be Dr. Indiana Jones. Just like, oh yeah, you're a professor by day and then you're just crazy battling a weird <laughs> tribe who's sacrificing and like, golly ma, and then you just go back and you have to grade some papers like that. That's just so cool. Um, so I was glad to kind of see that. But now when, there's that sequence when they're trying to raid like the uh, little camp outside the tomb and everything. We get that first glimpse of that. Something is un, uh, not right here. You see that like pickaxe or whatever that type of tool is that I believe it was, did they refer to them as sorcerers or something supernatural, mm-hmm. right? Something like that. Yeah. Now, was that the same weapon or uh, tool that that sorcerer was using to like disembody, uh, what's his face? The fake uh, cop that came to get Mark the one time. Was that um, Billy? Billy, yes, Billy. 
That's who that was. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it took me a second to watch it and be like, oh, wait, that's Billy. Rip. Huh. It was Billy. Well, hot dog. But yeah, it looked like that same tool that they had on the um, on the wall in there in the hieroglyphs. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's. I wonder what like awoke them or if they've always been there and they just had to like break them out to actually allow them to come out because it doesn't seem like there's really been many people who've actually like encountered this spot or else, you know, probably would have been a totally different show. Um, so I just want to know what, how much supernatural is really afoot and at play or how much has been awoken from their eternal slumber and yada, yada, all that fun spookiness. <clears throat> so uh, looking back at this part two, when they start going in, there is a quote from Steven that just whoever is writing his lines I love it. Um, he's talking about uh, when he takes over and he's taking a look at like the hieroglyphics and the walls and they're starting to do like the early kind of uh, investigating and everything. Um, he says, like, if they just sprang to life right now and asked me a riddle for passage, I'd be thrilled. But then what gets me is what he says, I'd shit myself, but I'd be thrilled. Like, I just love that <laughs> because that's exactly how I would feel too if I was stuck in that kind of situation. So. Just another point in my book that I think Steven is my favorite personality. That's your hot take for the week. Steven is the best. Well, before the before they ever even made it in, Layla tries to kiss Steven. Yeah. Right? And then he, he pulls out the old uh Marcus trying to keep you away from Conchu. That's why he's pushing you away. Yeah. I mean, someone brought up a good point too about this, is that and this is just somewhat relevant. If she kisses him and not Mark. Is that considered cheating? Even though it's literally the exact same physically. Cheater, same cheater, pumpkin eater for sure. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'd say no. Say no. It's not like it's a twin. That's well, true. Mark was like, oh, so you kissed her, huh? And he's like, yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's later my on, wife. <laughs> late, later on in the episode, of course. But yeah, so then, yeah, he, he tells on he tells on Mark. But then, yeah, he does end up kissing Layla, and Layla kisses him back because now they're in love. Yeah, you know that. Talk about a love triangle. Um, there's still this looming piece of who, re- like the truth, who really killed uh, Layla's father at the dig site and everything. We get a little bit more from Mark's perspective, saying that he didn't do it, um, but we we're starting to see like, which later alluded to Jake, right? Could it be that the third personality is the one who actually did this? Or is it really truly his partner? Because I know in the comics, uh, it is his partner who does the whole like murdering and the nasty stuff. and The Bushman. The Bushman. <clears throat> what a frightening name, The Bushman. He's a frightening dude. Uh, you were going to say something, Brian. Go ahead. Oh, that's what I was going to say. The Bushman. I think that um, they're spot on and we could get, again, another introduction to another MCU character. Maybe not in this series, but down the road. What were you going to say? I was going to say, hopefully we get like a Bushman for uh, season two. But mm. I don't know if they're doing a season two, actually. I think I read somewhere that they didn't want to do season two of Moon Knight. Regardless. Yeah. Two he, will be scrubbed. He would, uh, yeah. That would be a perfect antagonist for that. Him and or uh, the werewolf by night. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. they're... Is something Halloween special? Oh, did they, did I don't know if it's Star Wars. I'm 
I think I'm blending Phantoms here. But I want to say I saw something about an unannounced Marvel Halloween special or it's Star Wars again. I feel like it's Marvel, though. I thought it was Marvel. Yeah, it'll be Marvel Werewolf by Night. It is that. And it should come out sometime in October. Oh, so uh, it it is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, hot dog. (laughs) The real question is, is it going to be animated or is it live action? Hopefully it's live action. Yeah. Because you know Louie loves the what if animation, loves everything about what if. So give us a oh. what if with a Halloween special. Dude, I have so many what if pops though. That Two, is kind of ironic. Three. Three. Are they all the same character too? The Well, two of them are Captain Carter. And the other one is Killmonger. <clears throat> ah, four. And a Spider-Man, sorry. And a Spider-Man with the with the cape on. Can't forget that. <clears throat> awesome. So uh, one thing I was going to mention was, and this isn't too spoilery, but Louie, if you want to cover your ears for like 20 seconds, I'll keep you safe. Um, so you know the goats that are, this has been leaked a lot too in like Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. Do you feel like that has any resemblance to that goat that they see at the seven minute and 43 mark? Damn. I was thinking that same thing, yeah. <laughs> but before that goat, you had the pack of crows fly over, which, I mean, puts you right back there with Odin. Ooh. I didn't even catch the crows. That's interesting. Yeah. Are you Thor? God of hammers? <laughs> Hell, I might be in a variant. Um, yeah, so. Or, or, gonna say it here. Gonna say it. I don't think we've mentioned it at all in any of these episode reviews. Do we have another Mephisto reference? Is this Mephisto all over again? <laughs> Mephisto confirmed. He's the goat. He is the goat. <laughs> Mephisto confirmed. I still hope that when we finally get Mephisto, whenever that might be, I hope it's in the most, like, like watered down dad joke, dry humor entrance is pop like just known to man. So it's gonna be like all that hype we did from WandaVision and then somewhat we just looked for him everywhere we literally were at. It's gonna be like, oh hey, what's up? I'm Mephisto. Be like, what the <laughs> like it'll be a good time to deliver it. Like Ralph Boner. I don't Oh, that was terrible. I, I still don't know how I feel about that. That was Ralph Boner. That's that was that's what you're just describing for Mephisto. You want it to be Ralph Boner. But the thing is, like, but it'd be a brand new character with Ralph Boner. It's like Evan Peters, like, oh, my God, like, that's that's Fox, man. And then it's like Boner. So I think we'll know a better answer in a few weeks here, though. Maybe shows up. Again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Next. Um. Yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. Sorry. Go ahead, Devin. It's all good. So pretty much to kind of catch back up to speed, we're at that point where uh, there's that whole kind of a showdown when they find uh, Alexander the Great's tomb and all that. So you get that great sequence when he's just going straight down the juggler, trying to find that good old um, artifact and everything so they can actually find Amit and all that. So I thought that was great. I was like, yeah, you got to get in there. You just got to do it, man. Don't yeah, hold that. You know, you know, I'm good at history because he's like, this is Macedonian. That can only be one person. And I was like, it's King Tut. And then he was like, <laughs> it's Alexander the Great. And I said, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, uh, like, who's that Pokemon? It's Pikachu. Squirtle. Fuck. <laughs> uh, good times. Um, I have a King Tut story, but I'm not going to go into it. For right, another gonna, time. I'm going to go into it. So we went to go see <laughs> King Tut when they had the traveling exhibit at the Chicago Museum of Science and Industry. No, Field Museum. And my uncle was actually working security at the time for that uh, exhibit. And so I was like, hey, can you just like to see anything cool? And he's like, there's a mummy literally right in front of you. What else do you want to see? <laughs> and then I bought the King Tut uh, headpiece at the gift shop. That's way overpriced. My mom was like, I gave you money and that's what you bought. King Tut. It's a good time. That's uh, my story. Yeah. You see why why your show is 25 minutes and our show is an hour and a half, Brian? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good day with me not doing a lot of editing. Oh, man. Um, While he was in Alexander's mouth, for lack of a better way to describe <laughs> that, uh, Layla was fighting off a, uh, a, a scary skeleton man. Yeah, and I that's what that's what Hannah called them. My wife Hannah called them a scary skeleton man. I wanted to see a little bit more of what that scary skeleton man looked like, uh, just because I, li- I like the horror element to that. Um, the only gripe I have, and it's whatever, when they both uh, tumble and fall off that edge of that like cliff, whenever she is seen like already holding on. The way the camera shows her rolling off, she was at least like five feet away in the speed she was going at. There was no way she grabbed that in time. So I was kind of like, all right, um, you know, movie magic. But that I'm not surprised. I'm not going to be like, she should have fell. She should have died. It should have happened. And it's like, all right, man. Then where's the- Dude, she stuck, she stuck a flare in his eye. That was cool. That was insane. That was awesome. <laughs> she's she's a <laughs> badass, right? You know, and speaking of badass, so this she's is, making the bracket next year. <laughs> Sorry, Devin. No, ahead. she's definitely making. Once again, so many more characters. Hashtag Multiverse of March Madness 2023 coming soon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> coming next March. <laughs> yeah, just in case you forgot. So when Arthur and the Goon Squad show up to the tomb, there is that sequence where Mark is like looking at what does he do what should be his response because they're you know he's cornered he's he's gonna be done for so fight or flight right you see him kind of go through the motions a little bit but he doesn't actually speak or say anything discernible that we can tell oh this is steven or this is mark so when he picks up that axe or that little like yeah the hand axe and everything chops that dude's arm off i think and then like stabs a dude and he goes hard do you guys think that's Mark or do you think that's the third personality? That's the one that does the brutal shit. That could be Jake for sure. It definitely could be. That's what I was thinking. But then Mark's got the mercenary background, so he should know how to handle himself without Conchu. And that's where I've been feeling conflicted is like, so Steven and Mark are a totally diverse uh, set of personalities, right? So, Maybe, Brian, if you know a little bit more about this, or you too, Louie, like, what really is difference between Mark and Jake from what we've seen in, like, previous iterations of Moon Knight or in the comics? I mean, Jake is just unhinged. He's got nothing to care about. Mm-hmm. He's just got to go at it. Does he also have a different uh, Moon Knight appearance? 
Kind of like how we have a Mr. Knight he and all like that. Not. He doesn't have any other persona. That's just crazy Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from Jay from State Farm. One more time, brother. Like, you know. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I was wondering the same thing, but whenever mm. you see Moon Knight, it's either white Batman or it's white mask suit man. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get like, unless they create a whole third persona just for the show, which I would not put past them. But yeah. I think Jake is just kind of uh, anytime that, that, fighting or blood happens i don't think it's ben mark i think it's ben jake exactly that's where i was feeling too so like episode one when he's in the cupcake van and he's and then he comes back and he's he's got like a gun and he's all messed up i don't think mark was in episode one at Mm. all really except for the very mirrors bathroom sequence right Yeah. yeah 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 you know what i mean yeah that's a good point um i kind of hope if they have if they just if they, if like if i were in charge you know if i was mr feige um <laughs> if i had to choose do i want to have you know x number of personalities and x of number of like unique costume or like armor sets i think i would opt into that just to make it a little bit easier to tell who is who and kind of also give more like unique traits and personalities to well the personalities um but then also it could just be crazy if like jake is so like effing nuts that he's like i don't need that conchu armor nonsense i like i'm the juggernaut bitch you know so i mean uh i'm interested in seeing like i'm kind of scared to see him too he sounds like he's the true uh um jekyll to hide and everything is that right is jekyll's the crazy one right or is it hide the crazy one jekyll's the crazy one jekyll, right You're yeah. correct jekyll is a kind of crazy name so i should have discerned that um so i i i don't know uh, Mr. Marvel, you may know more than I do, but in the comic book, I don't know that Steven controls Mr. Knight and Mark controls Moon Knight like it has been in this show. I think Mark... No, because yeah, uh, Mr. Knight is a whole other persona oh. where now with you know with Moon Knight right now, they're giving Steven like a, a suit of armor like Iron Man. Mm-hmm interesting yeah so in the comic books or whatever when he's more vigilante type when he's like working with the police and everything he wears the suit and the mask and he's you know that's when he's not as brutal as when he turns into like moon knight and he's out there wrecking people with his with his moon orangs as you called him earlier <laughs> i love that that's the best name for him <laughs> are they called moon orangs in the comics I don't. I, I don't even know what they're. If called. they're not, then they should be. I mean, Moonerang is yeah. so perfect. <laughs> I just want to walk around Moonerangs or do banana, banana rangs, <laughs> onion rangs. All right. So onto the real meat of all this. So Mark gets got. He gets shot, and then he falls into those waters, and then we get into this crazy, crazy sequence where what is going on? Now, I don't have a full list. I'm going to see if I can pull it up here in just a second. But um, I did not realize in this whole like white room asylum, like mental hospital sort of uh, uh, like environment he's in. There is so many Easter eggs and like callbacks to the uh, the three episodes prior to this 
uh, occurring. That yeah, they're all people that we've seen before. They're people. They're objects. They're everything. Like yeah, it's insane. So right away we get this kind of '90s looking uh, like jungle knockoff movie of which is clearly Indiana Jones. Um, what was it called? Temple something. I have it here. Temple Raider or something Temple like Raider, that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I love it, man. Just going back but to But you're Dr. Stephen Grant. It's like, he said it. He said the name. <gasps> That's where he got it from. <laughs> yeah, like, so one of the things, too, you see one of the, as we're exploring before they actually show uh, Mark in the wheelchair and everything, you see one gentleman, he's playing around with a Rubik's Cube. So just like the Rubik's Cube in the beginning of the first episode. Um what else do we see in the hospital? Um, did you guys catch well, anything? You had um, yeah. the the gold guy, the yes. our Crawley. He was calling out Bingo. That one totally got me because I did not even think to look for him. You know, because I was like, he's not gold. <laughs> D- Donna was holding a stuffed animal. It might have been a hippo that he was supposed to be stalking. I can't remember, but Donna, his boss from the first episode, was- yeah. The, uh, it was like a scarab. Oh, well, there you go. There was a scarab, but there also was the hippo, too. Um, well, yeah, we'll get to the hippo. <laughs> yeah. Not about the elephant. We'll get to the, the hippo. It's about the hippo in the room. But we'll, that's, we'll get to that. But yeah, she is holding that scarab that she wanted to put away and everything. But she did mention the first episode that she wanted him to, like, oh, before I forget, like, put away what looked like the hippo plushies, too. And I was like, it's been hippopotamus all along. <laughs> but like the first time I watched this, I was not even paying attention. I was just in like so much disbelief that it, well, I didn't even pick up that these characters from the entire season have just been here. Like Billy's in there. Um, his boss was this was the security guard in this too? I don't think so. I didn't catch that one. If he was, who is there? You had Beck pushing around the cupcake cart. Yes. Cupcakes. cupcakes from the cupcake really from the cupcake body. van. Yeah. Who, Who is Billy? You said Billy. Billy and Bobby, the two um, police officers. Oh, so Billy's the one that got chopped up on the but, table. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he was there. He did. And in the comic book, they're both orderlies at the mental institution. Mm. So, kind of little comic book nod. Yeah. They're really going hard into like the source material here, which is even like the nods and the respect for it, which I feel like is uh, regardless of how you feel about the show in general. I think that's something that they've done a, a like a really good job with compared to like other properties and characters and storylines in the MCU so far. Um, so it's it's cool. It's interesting. Now, I'm still trying to bring up the actual thing here, the list. Um, thank you, ad block. <clears throat> Arthur was there. Do you also notice it's the same room too <laughs> that he said uh, in episode two? He's like, I don't want to die in some evil like magician's man cave or whatever. Oh, man cave. Yeah, it's the exact same room, and I'm just like, oh. it. I did not. I did not notice that to be honest uh-huh. with you. Yeah, and then there's also a clock, which I don't know if this is going way too much into Mephisto territory, but it is. There's a clock. If you look at one of the hands, it's Conchu's staff. I think it's the long hand. At least I, I imagine this is long hand. 
So the time it looks like it's showing, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, oh my god, I forgot how clocks work. This is embarrassing. Uh, I think it says it's, <laughs> I think it says it's 9:25. Now, if we do a quick search, Marvel, and this is probably you know this is definitive. Like, oh, there's a number. What's a comic reference, right? 9:25. I see nothing. Er, Peter Parker, Earth 925. Probably not that, unless Peter Parker now confirmed coming into the multiverse again in Moon Knight. Earth 894. Um, well, here's your number reference. Um, bingo. Yes. What was it? B22. What is B22? Oh, this is going to be a mind blower. Explain. Oh. Blow our mind. All right. I mean, it's a reach, but issue number 22 from 1982, the cover had Mark, Steven, and Jake. Ooh. Ah. So Moon Knight number 20, it's Moon Knight number 22, right? So it's the three mirrors? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Um, I think I can share it, actually. Let's take a look at this. That is a good catch, and I think, uh, I don't think that's that far of a reach, honestly. I think you're spot on there, Brian. Um, so to show you what I'm looking at, Louis. Like, so this guy right here. Jake's the one with the hat. A lot of people thought in episode three when Mark, Jake, Stephen, whoever was walking around, he had, he, he had the Cubs hat on, the black Cubs hat in Egypt. They thought that that was Jake because Jake is a taxi driver who always has a hat on. Mm-hmm. Just a little uh, inside scoop from the Watch Mojo video that I watched. <laughs> Thanks, Watch Mojo. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I yeah, I would have never caught that in a million years. Yeah, it could be a reach. Now, was there anything else that you caught there with the uh, the bingo numbers at all? Yes, but I am interested to hear, Brian. We cut you off. What were you saying? Oh no, no more bingo numbers for me. That was the only thing that really stood out. So one thing that I noticed while he was calling numbers, I don't know how you guys watch, but I have to have subtitles on because I'm deaf. Same. And he's calling these bingo numbers. First of all, I didn't notice that he was the statue guy until I watched the video later on. I always watch the top 10 things you missed in Moon Knight episode blah, 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 and watch Mojo. But even when I was watching the episode the first time, I noticed he said B such and such, B, I, blah, 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 O, such and such. And then he said T26, maybe, T16, something, 22. T and then another number. And I was like, why on earth would he say T? Why is there a T in bingo? So he goes G15, calls it like three times. He goes G15, no, well, 16, sweet 16 T. So then it's T16. And I was like, T? There's no T in bingo. I said it out loud to my wife. And then later on, we were watching that video. And Devin, I I don't know how extensive you are. Uh, Brian, but I know Devin, you really liked uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they use a, a truth serum T16 blah 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 blah. So that might be a little nod to that. That's a good catch. You had me at Agents of Shield, baby. <laughs> not, not a catch. Uh, cheating with a with a with a video, but yeah, I did. I did notice. 
he said T, which I thought was odd. And then when she explained it on the video, I was like, so yeah, I'm not crazy for being like, why is there a T in bingo? But alas, there it was. Yeah, I would never would have caught that too. And I was like, no way until I just watched it too. And you're right. So my thinking would have not been Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but I do recall that episode where they use a true serum and everything because it's a whole plot point. But I would have thought that's a Star Wars reference because of the T-16 uh, speeders. Um, there's always an ongoing joke with T this and T that, but it's basically, it's a Star Wars reference. So I thought it was, you know, Disney just showing we own everything, but also Oscar Isaac, pilot in Star Wars. But I like yours better because it's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I effing love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so much. So let's say it's that. It's possible. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so that was the only thing with the bingo. He has a nice long... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, so I'm also watching. So after T-16 gets called, there's the woman with almost that kind of, not a bandana, but almost looks like something like an old pilgrim woman would wear. Just like that white piece of cloth on her Uh, head. A a bonnet? Sure. Um, But she's wearing (laughs) a bonnet. And so I don't recall if this is a woman we've seen before in the show or not. Um but she's the one who receives a cupcake and then she's drawing a bird which clearly has the skull of Kanchu on it. So I like you have a cupcake. Also, she has another piece of paper underneath it that has a green circle, a red circle, some other circles that are kind of grayed out. If I'm doing the math here, I feel like there's six of them. And I don't want to say... It's like cheating to say, but are these Infinity Stone references? I have a better view of it here. I see one, I see two, I see three, I see four, I see five. I don't see a sixth one. She's just drawing a bunch of circles, so I have no idea what this is. Um, well, there's no, there's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So there's ten circles, but five of them aren't even like colored. They're just a little tiny faint outline. Also, do you once think again, it's Infinity Stones or do you think it's Phases of the Moon? I don't know. Am I is that the I lady? Is that the lady that was doing her uh, her passport? Yeah, is that? It looks like it. Oh, I think you're right. But the only problem with that is these are all people that Stephen and or Mark have seen. And they didn't see that lady. He, they, I don't even know. Didn't see that lady. So that wouldn't make a ton of sense to me. But if she knew Layla's father and Mark knew Layla's father, he could have come across her. Because he did have that passport in episode two. Mm. And it could be a fake. You are a smart fella, Ryan. And you are a fart smeller, Devin. <laughs> um yeah. That's my best guess for Good catch. That. So after that we see uh cameras panning over some more. We just see uh host, come on have tea with O73. <laughs> okay, this is new thing, but so Brian, are you familiar with Portillos? I am not. Okay, so Portillos is a really famous <laughs> uh restaurant chain in chicago that's branched out to some other states nearby and you'll find like one in california and whatever so uh they're really well known for hot dogs beef 
it's delicious and everything is very like old timey, very full of collectibles. It's it's great. Um, however, what they do at the checkout or uh, at the food pickup station, they have people going over the intercom like, like B twenty two ready for you, B twenty two ready for you, and they say like the same thing like. Oh, 73 dinner for three. Oh, 73. Like it's a date for you and me. And they say stuff like that. And it's like, this is what the bingo host is reminding me of. Like come and have tea with Oh, 73 order. Oh, 73. Like small tangent. Only Chicago people will know, right? Portillo's is overrated. Hey, but those cheese fries, man. Okay. So <laughs> I'm looking at the screen. I was going to share my screen, but I think the it's not working with me here there. So, there's this dry erase board on an easel. Uh, this is at the 38, 37 mark, by the way. So that thing I was trying to figure out what that woman with the passport was drawing. Uh, it almost looks like it's the same kind of drawing that's featured here on the like mid to like right section. It's the bottommost image. It literally looks like green ellipses scattered around what almost looks like a sun. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't know why this made me think of it. So, yes, that drawing. So I'm thinking of sun, right, or something, but I see a bunch of green. You know what's supposed to be coming out soon? Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Yes, but no. Secret Invasion. Who are a bunch of green aliens? Bunch of scrolls. Hey. That might oh, be I thought reaching. you were talking about the Martians from Toy Story. Like, ah. <laughs> now no, that'd be the variant i want to watch is a toy story gone secret invasion that'd be fun um that's my that's my uh that's my horny hat theory guys throw on the horny hat the other thing i was going to say is they look like nachos and it's a sun and i thought of icarus flying into the sun but i don't know the green the green thing is kind of weird to me let's not think about icarus we do see though do uh a good old <laughs> fishy fish gus swimming around in a bowl that doesn't even look like it has water in it so it's probably cgi or something or i just realized it's not even real it's literally a fake plastic fish because it's not moving what the fish <laughs> what the fish um billy's talking to mark mark sees himself he looks sedated uh more bingo numbers but then here's the weird thing is like layla shows up and she's like playing around with stuff she's trying to eat a I thought she's trying to eat a magnet, but it almost looks like she's eating like a marshmallow or something, something soft and white. It's a Turkish delight. Ooh, a Turkish delight. Yeah. Man. Is that from Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yep. (laughs) Wow. It's all connected, everyone. Wow. But she did eat one in episode three. Mm, Okay. That makes more sense now. We'll say the actress playing her crazy Layla is uh well crazy, but also very well acted because she made me feel a little uncomfortable seeing like her just unhinged and deranged and just stealing the poor guy's bingo card. Like I don't think she actually won on there, but it was, I'll share with you this time. He's like, what? Why? Um, but what even cracked me up too is. He falls out of the wheelchair, and then there you see that Moon Knight action figure, which almost looks like it's just like kit bashed. If you know what that is, just like putting. Oh, it's a bootleg. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was it was pretty funny to see that. I was like, oh, now that's meta. Um, 
<clears throat> but keep going through, keep going through. We see the VHS for Tomb Buster. That's what it's called. And it legit just looks like an Indiana Jones knockoff and all like that. We get that whole crazy sequence with Arthur talking to him more, uh, seeing that painting on the wall, which looks like the village that Arthur is in or that we saw introduced in that first episode. Um, where was it at on this? I heard something about that village uh, almost being like this could actually be Dracula or some sort of reference to Dracula at that town city. I forget what it was. Um, Setting up Blade? Yeah, gotta, Sign me up. It's coming, boy. <clears throat> Sign me up. Uh, long sequence, going nuts, going nuts, going crazy. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's apparent on here that would stand out. Um, you had Layla with the magnets putting up postcards on that board. Mm-hmm. One of the postcards looked <laughs> like the hallway of the apartment from the elevator looking out. Ooh. I need to take a look at that. I could be completely wrong. It was very small, but that's what it looked like to me. Interesting. I don't think you've been completely wrong yet. <laughs> no, I probably have been wrong a lot. <laughs> okay, I think I see what you're talking about. It's like the the second one on the right in the middle, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah, I could see that. Like if so to overanalyze uh cuz you know, speculate responsibly. Um are there any other significance with those other? They almost look like Polaroids. The top right one looks like two people facing each other. I don't know if that's hieroglyphic on the wall or if that's like uh, that old photo you see flying around. It's like the two, like the couple buried together from, you know, thousands of years ago, or whatever. Um, could these other postcards or photos have any other resemblance? Like, are they locations we've seen so far that they visited in the show? There's always a chance. Yeah. It's just, it's so small and it goes so fast. That was the only one I could pick up on. Right. Now that one definitely, that, that one makes the most sense. I totally see what you're saying on that one. It also is the one that looks like the most out of place from them too. Cause the other ones look like straight up like uh city, city, like uh, landscape and um, monuments and stuff like that. Uh yeah, very interesting. Also, that artwork on the top right has a lot of eyes on it. It's making me a little uncomfortable. So in Arthur's office, there's also on a table to the behind Mark on the left um, that has the jars that looks just like those sacrificial jars, too, that we saw early in the episode where they're putting like the organs and all the, the human goods in there, too. Um, is there anything else that stands out? The room itself... There was the Amit statue. The Amit statue. Right at the door on the right. Ah, I see now. Yes. The cane is just straight up a cane. One thing I do like is that finally Mark comes to and he's like, you shot me. And he's like, what are you talking about, man? Like, you crazy, dude. There's the alligator statue. Or is that what you're talking about? The Amit alligator bust? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. Yep. yeah i mean you know when stuff like this happens and just you see so many superhero yada yada you always know that something's like okay this has to be fake or this has to be a dream sequence or there's something going on right we literally just saw the guy die essentially and then just like fall into a pit of water and then here we are right so 
the biggest thing with this episode that just leaves the biggest like WTF moment is the personalities seeing each other. Mark and Steven actually in that one room as they're trying to escape everyone. Uh, there's that sarcophagus that let out Steven. So that's why I know. Okay. Uh, but then there we see the crazier one where it's just like the one upright standing just like ready to burst at the, uh, the seams and everything that has Jake in it. How do you know it's Jake? Could be Mephisto. You said you know it. who I think it is? <laughs> uh, do you know who I think it is, Devin? Say it. <laughs> We're getting Wolverine! <laughs> no, it's definitely Jake. <laughs> I also like that the the uh, sarcophagus is also like a very blood red too. Very menacing and uh, just violent looking colors and everything. But also it kind of like it, like even just watching it, it makes me uncomfortable. Can you imagine if you just open a door and you just have like a, an actual ancient sarcophagus face and body just staring at you and it starts moving and there's just no like facial motion or anything that just, that's spooky to me, guys. That freaks me out. I don't have nightmares. I'd probably shit myself. <laughs> just like Steven said. I'd shit myself. Yeah, the, but. Don't, don't, don't explain the joke, Devin. Damn. Um, yeah, that, that shit was wild. Right. Which brings us to the most wild moment. We got a talking hippo that goes, hi. <laughs> or she goes, yeah, hi. And then just, ah. Yeah, and then they scream. Did you know that uh, they they use Oscar Isaac's brother a lot in the production? Yeah, I heard about that. Like, when they hug each other, it's probably his brother from the from the back and stuff. And he talks, like, if he's talking to himself in the mirrors and stuff, sometimes it's just his brother. It's pretty cool. How wholesome. Just a little. The more you know. Little thing for you. Mm-hmm. So that was essentially the episode. So where we're at, we have two episodes left. Now, Louie, you brought up the point where are they going to do season two? I want to say I read recently that uh, for like awards and stuff for like Emmys that's going on. Um, they're trying to build a show as a limited series, meaning that it's pretty much like WandaVision and Hawkeye and all like that. It's a, it's a one and done. Now, I feel like bringing in Moon Knight just for six episodes and having this kind of cast and especially Oscar Isaac, that would seem like a lot to throw into the show if you only want them there to be very, very quick and temporary, like six episodes and that's it. I feel like there's been so many fans over the years just desperately calling to have Moon Knight in the MCU and especially being like played by Keanu Reeves, for example. To just only have him for six episodes, it'd feel kind of like... I don't want to say misstep, but it'd be very interesting decision from them. So, well, he'd come back, I assume, in like the movies and junk, right? Right? You're not gonna just be like, oh, well, there he was. <laughs> yeah. So I, I highly doubt this is only gonna be the only six episodes we ever get in Moon Knight, and that's it, right? Um, moving forward, though, we have two episodes left, meaning we're finally gonna see just shit hit the fan even more, and just probably go a little bit harder in the action and more of the actual personality. So where do you guys feel you're like, we're at in the current, uh, after episode four, what do you think is going to happen next? Or what are your general thoughts on the matter? 
Um, I have a bold prediction. I don't think Harrow is trying to rescue or save or release Amit f- for her own good. Mm-hmm. I think he's on a mission to like take over these gods. Mm. Kind of like a or like he's or like he's trying to kill them. Like a god killer. Something. Something like that. It's like they're they're building it up like he's going to release her and he's all what's the word I'm looking for but he's like faithful, loyal to her and then he like does some crazy stuff and now he's like one of the biggest bads you can have like this god killer taking over the powers or something. Mm-hmm. I think that would be freaking sick. We have a god killer coming up here in a few months. No, a god butcher coming up in a few months. Oh. Fair enough. I can't say tomato tomato on that one. Um, <laughs> what do you think, Brian? What's your take on this? Um, right there. You actually um, you said it. Gore. It's leading us up to the god butcher. I think Arthur is going to free Amit mm-hmm. and shit's going to hit the fan and here comes Gore. Wipes out the Inyad, Ooh. wipes out Amit and disappears, goes off to wherever he needs to go to find more gods to kill them, leaving Khonshu still trapped in stone for Mark or Steven to free him. I like it. I like it a lot. I also think that uh, I'm trying to think of a good example of this happening. Um, you know, faithful servant tries to get the big bad person out of their uh, uh, in like uh, holding cell and everything. The moment they release him out, they're like, good, thank you. And they just waste him. I could totally see Arthur being like, oh, yes, if I freed you. And then he's like, all right, thanks, bye, and just <clears throat> kills him. Because, you know, he's done some bad stuff, so I'd be curious to see how the scales tip in his favor, you know? Um, how does he get judged, ultimately? Can he get judged? Is he immune? I don't know. But I don't imagine him staying after episode six. <clears throat> hmm. You think they're getting rid of Ethan Hawke after six episodes? Yeah. That's Ethan freaking Hawke, man. A lot of people thought that was Kevin Bacon. I thought it was Kevin Bacon <laughs> I because I'm dumb. I'll <laughs> <That's laughs> be honest. So about gore and everything. Now, Brian, how well versed are you in like the comic lore of gore, the guy butcher and all like that? Not well versed at all. This is something new for me. Okay. Well, in our uh, three minds collectively right now, you're the expert in all that. So I was just kind of curious if you had any more like background knowledge and just a little bit about who Gore is as a character. Um, I know as far as a character, he grew up on a planet. I think what was it? It was a nameless planet okay. where they were raised that gods were everything. Mm. They worshiped them. They did whatever they had to do for the gods. Um, his family, so his wife, his kids were dying. He pleaded to the gods for help, and no gods came. Mm. He wrote off gods being of anything of existence, so he was banished from this planet. And in his journey, he came across two gods. I don't remember who they were, but there were two gods that were fighting, and he watched them kill one another, realizing that gods exist, they walk among Mm -hmm. us, but they're not invincible. Mm. And he gets this sword, I think it's the the Necro Sword, 
and it's kind of like a symbiote-like sword that gives them powers, and that's kind of where I I draw the line with gore. That's good. That makes a lot of sense. I, I like that's the That's way story. more than I knew. Yeah. Way more. <laughs> now, what you brought up about... Like I said, I don't know a whole lot. <laughs> hey, man. That's why you're Mr. Marvel. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you said something on there, and this is a little bit more of a tangent, too. Uh, so that sword... And you said it's like symbiotic esque, right? With the sword. Mm-hmm. So, do you yep. think that has anything to do with Noel? Pretty much that crazy badass king of the like symbiotes and everything. Yeah, it was. I think Noel. Noel crafted it out of a celestial's bones or something. Mm. I think that's right. Yeah, it created the weapon known as. All black, the Necro Sword, and the alien races known as the Symbiotes and Exelons. <laughs> I I Googled Necro Sword, and when you type in Necro the, on Google, the first thing that comes up, necrophilia. <laughs> not what I not what I want, actually. Gotta love it, man. Uh, I don't I don't see them using symbiotes in the MCU though. Too close to the Sony stuff. At least um, early. If, if they were going to absolutely take a hot steaming dump on my man Venom in Spider-Man No Way Home, I feel like um, they're trying to not use some symbiotes. I feel like if they're going to use Null in anything, it would have to be a Venom movie. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, who knows? Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, man. So we're uh, approaching the end of here. So I want to say, are there any final thoughts you guys have about anything about Moon Knight in episode four? It was epic. Epic. Yeah. 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 Some crazy stuff. I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going to. I don't know where they're going to go from here. Yeah. It's like I I literally have no idea what's going to happen now. Like, he definitely did get shot. Or was it all in his mind? But it's not all in his mind because there's two of them at this place. And how's he going to get back to the tomb? And what's going on with Layla and Arthur and Amit and Alexander the Great? And how, like, I have no idea how they're going to get back to that. Yeah. But I hope, I very much hope that they get Khonshu back in episode five and, like, ramp up the the crazy Moon Knight stuff. Mm -hmm. So... We do, uh, typically at the end of the episode, this is where we kind of recap some of our social media stuff, like our Trivia Tuesdays, our Would You Rathers, and we'll get to that in a minute. But this is what I wanted to talk a little bit now that we've gotten the Moon Knight discussion out of the way. Let's go into those uh, good old S.H.I.E.L.D. database files, and let's pull some out, and let's uh, take an analysis right here of Mr. Marvel. Let's get your fandom ID, buddy. So, first thing I want to ask. corny. (laughs) Yeah. You are so corny. I love it. Hey, man, you got to keep it interesting, right? So all these questions, you know, no right or wrong answer. Just want to know more about who you are. So you're getting grilled, son. (laughs) Who is your favorite Marvel character? Oh, I mean, that'd be easy. If you can't guess right off the bat, then, I mean, come on, right here. Hawkeye. Oh, favorite character is Hawkeye. Why Hawkeye? Bold. I mean, yeah, he has no superpowers, yet he's out there doing it all. It comes down to the line. He's up front. It's true. Awesome. I think respect on that for sure. 
Hawkeye's <laughs> awesome. You may be the only person, uh, maybe even between Lou and I personally, that we know whose favorite Avenger and Marvel character is Hawkeye. So that is cool. Favorite? Yes. I've never heard anyone. Like, usually they're like, oh, just throw him away. He's useless. Right. <laughs> so, I, he's yeah. He's a really nice I've, guy. <laughs> I've talked about how he's, how he's, uh, underrated forever but that's that's cool you know he lasted a little bit of, what like he lasted what two rounds almost three no yeah like two rounds in our tournament right or did he get knocked out asap i can't remember you gonna make me figure this out i don't remember <laughs> come on now well he didn't win but he won in our hearts so uh he he won the first round against falcon that's and right. then he and then he lost to the ancient one that's a tough one so on the opposite side of that who is your least favorite character does it have to be just anybody? It could be anyone. Anyone Marvel related. Yeah, um, that's a really tough one. I would have to say Vision. Ooh, interesting. Elaborate on that one. Uh, it goes right back to it with Hawkeye having nothing but just always, you know, being the badass. Vision literally has all the power in the world, mm. and he doesn't use it. Fair enough. That guy just turned that other guy into a fucking kebab. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I mean, <laughs> he could have easily taken out Thanos. Yeah, easily. Yeah, and he does. And what if? Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> there's that argument. It's like, but was it really Vision or was it Ultron in the Vision body that was perfected version of Ultron? Yeah, 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 that's where we're at. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Interesting takes. Okay. So let's talk about the movies then. What is your favorite MCU film? I mean, Endgame. Endgame for sure. Yep, for sure. Not a bad answer. Mm-mm. Never. No a bad wrong answer. answers. Exactly. <laughs> now, well, there's definitely wrong answers, but that's not <laughs> a wrong answer. <laughs> now, opening weekend of uh, Endgame, how many times did you see the movie? Opening weekend, only one time. Only once. And did you have yep. a good crowd getting, you know, the whole bells and whistles of the applause, the reactions and everything? Or was it a more kind of timid audience for you? Oh, it was people were walking out in tears. Oh, nice. The it best. Was epic. Yep. The best. When My I saw- girlfriend was sitting next to me literally crying. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. We uh, When I went to go see Endgame, um, I, I, we always try and go for like first possible screening so no one can spoil it for us, right? So... Uh, I took my nephew and he couldn't get off work in time to go see it at seven. So we had to see it at like 10 ish. And so literally as soon as uh, we weren't seeing an IMAX, but the IMAX theater was here. And then four theaters down the hall was our theater, which is a little bit smaller, like maybe like 40 person theater. Literally, as soon as we, we even got there like half hour early when we were walking towards uh, the theater entrance, that's when the IMAX of like 200, 300 people just broke. So they were walking their way out, and there's the bathroom there. And I just grabbed my nephew, and I said, run. And we just straight up <laughs> went, like, close much as possible and just sprinted to the theater, like Ted Mosby with, like, the sound deprivator. I, we brought earbuds. <laughs> we brought everything to, like, even if we had to go to the restroom, blast whatever you possibly can. Ignore everything. It was, like, high amount of decal, uh, like, just trying to prevent all that. Um, good times. But, yeah, I didn't cry until the second time. I think I just needed to take it all in. And I usually cry like a bitch in everything. Um, <laughs> it was a good TikTok I saw about that. Um, <laughs> awesome. So on the other side, what makes you cry? Maybe because you don't like it, but maybe because it's your least favorite MCU film. You like that, Louie? 
I love you, Devin. <laughs> you really do. Thanks, man. Least favorite. Oh. I wouldn't really have one. Wow. Um, if I put something at the bottom of the totem pole, mm-hmm. probably Logan. Logan? Wow. You didn't like Logan? I really didn't. Oh. For a Wolverine movie, that was just, I mean. <laughs> Logan was so good. <laughs> I just didn't enjoy it. He died. Well, yeah, Fair he's enough. 100 years old. Yeah. Well, not even 100. <laughs> he's a million years old. Plus, he's freaking Wolverine, man. He's right. the best. He shouldn't have died. My girlfriend will give me shit about this until the day I die. Um, this is before I even got her into like Star Wars, Marvel, and everything. Uh, we were watching Logan. It was my first time and I fell asleep because, you know, if I'm not in a theater, it's really easy for me to fall asleep and stuff at home. And she is just like, how the fuck did you fall asleep at Logan? <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so I need to rewatch it to give it true justice. Um, I want to watch them black and white because I heard that's a pretty cool version to see. So cool. I fell asleep in the theater watching Fantastic Four. Wow. Which now which Fantastic Four? The the newer Fantastic Four. Fanforstic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My girlfriend's nudging me because I was snoring. <laughs> oh man. I uh I just watched it for the first time when it was finally on Disney Plus. And I'm like, the first ten minutes I was like, okay, this movie's not that bad. Then I was like, oh. The CGI is just terrible. It's just weird. It was bad. It was a bad movie. They cast it way too young for that too. Mm-hmm. so I don't think anyone is blaming you for taking a cat nap through that <laughs> so on a couple more fun questions we got here so if you had to pick what would be your ideal superpower if you had one superpower if I had one I would that's a really good one tough one too you always want to go for invisibility right. but uh, I think to be able to fly you perv <laughs> It's yeah, always like fly right. or be invisible. It's always those two are yeah. like the most convenient ones because not much money you'd save on gas and travel if you could fly. And yeah. being invisible, you can do anything. You perv. Yeah. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter, Louis. I, I, we've never even talked about that, Devin. I know, we haven't the done The superpower it. thing. Yeah. I always like to ask. Uh, bold. So two final questions here. So if you were to get cast in a Marvel film, and this could be pre, post, or even hasn't like come to existence yet. So if you were to get cast in a Marvel film, what movie would you want it to be, and what role would you want? Oh, well, I mean, it could be any movie. I'm going to be Hawkeye. There it is. <laughs> what do you think is Hawkeye's uh, best like film that he's in? Endgame. Endgame. Mm-hmm. I, th- I agree with that. It would really was. Age of Ultron. He's really good at Age of Ultron. He's really good, he, he's good at Age he's of Ultron. Funny. But in game, his character really comes out. Yeah. Fair. Plus, he looks sexy as hell. I'm sorry. Even as a straight man. You go grab your hammer. You go get her. <laughs> Ronan looks pretty damn fine. Yep. He's got the. He pulls off the hairdo. He's got the straight up sleeve. He's looking good. And no. He's the. You, he's the bad boy. You perv. <laughs> <laughs> my superpower is appealing to Hawkeye. Also, Clint, uh, not Clint, oh my God. Jeremy Renner was actually in Chicago recently. 
I saw him post on his story, like he was doing something, but he was literally in our neck of the woods. And I was like, uh, I thought about it for a second. I was like, how much research do I need to do right now to see if I could figure out where he's at? <laughs> and then he posted exactly where he was at like two minutes later. I was like, well, <laughs> never mind. Not that much research. <laughs> Final question here. So this kind of goes a little bit where we ended on Moon Knight. So if you had to put money down, what is your big prediction for the future of the MCU? It could be absolutely anything. What do you think is uh, going to be coming down the pipeline? Oh, we're going to get Mephisto. That's, yes. that's where we're putting my money on. It's going to happen sooner or later. <laughs> yeah, Wolverine. Well, we've already heard um, what he's going to be doing something with Miss Marvel. Ooh, I did not hear that. Louis just, I also have not heard that. Louis is like, I don't know if I want to hear that, but please tell me more. But I, I also heard that Daniel Radcliffe was going to be Wolverine in, in uh, Doctor Strange. So Anyone is absolutely everyone in Doctor Strange at this point. <laughs> Who knows? Um, On all those people are going to die. <laughs> for real. Uh, what did you hear about the Miss Marvel thing? I'm actually curious about that. Um, I was reading it. I don't know if it's going to be a comic short or a full comic, but he's supposed to be doing something with her. Something happens in New York, and she's fighting some people, and he shows up. Interesting. But there's been a lot of talk about Wolverine. Just with Moon Knight, Mm -hmm. they mentioned Madripoor back in the Falcon and Winter Soldier Madripoor, and that's where, you know, Patch is hanging out. He's reinvented himself. Oh, yes. That makes so much sense. You bet your ass, Devin. I told you that back in 2020 or whenever the hell Falcon and Winter Soldier <laughs> came out. Whatever. I really hope we get something. I want. I really want to go straight into like the dirty like alleyways and secrets that are, uh, you know, make that make up Madripoor. I really want to know more about that city because it is so interesting and so cool and I feel like that'd be very underused if they don't really go more into it. But I didn't even think about that. So much to be excited for. So much. There is. We, we need a power broker TV show. That's what we need. And then we get to go to Madripoor. Wow, I was just about to say, who even remembers who the power broker is at this point? <laughs> I watched Falcon the Winter Soldier again recently. And uh, I still don't know how I feel about Sharon Carter. I don't know if she really is truly her i still feel like she's a scroll gone bad or something i get i just i don't i don't buy and it could just be because we haven't had that much of her really i don't buy her crazy shift in attitude and everything about being like i'm in now an evil kind of like i'm in it for screwing over everyone else because they screwed me over left me for dead and granted she does have a lot of good reasons why she was like, yeah, you know, this dude kissed me and never called me back and I got sent to jail and all this crazy stuff. Um, so the motive is there, but I just don't buy it just yet. But that's my two cents on the matter. So that was all the questions we had. Lou, we're going to say. Well, I did have one more. Go for it. And just because you said the power broker, <clears throat> if if you had to pick any character to have their own Disney Plus series, you would pick the Power Broker, or do you have a better character that you'd rather have? I'd say the Power Broker, because that could lead us into so many more characters. Mm. And that opens up the world of mutants. Right. 
Fair enough. So he's like, yes, give me the mutants. <laughs> give me just one. Mutants. No, just one mutant. <laughs> Do you know which one, Devin? Cyclops? Uh, well, uh, right, Wolverine. The, should this I one. <laughs> awesome. So that was all the questions we had. So let's uh, let's go ahead and end off this show here. So we had a couple of trivia questions and all that good stuff. So, Louis, I want to hear your uh, expertise on this one because this was a hot debated piece of trivia from oh, April man. 12th. In Spider-Man No Way Home, who is the third villain cured? I got it wrong, actually. I do. I, I think I said it was the lizard. That's what a lot of I people thought every, about. I think everybody else said lizard too. A lot of lizard. But according to De- oh, you got a lot of views on that TikTok the other day, Devin. Um, according to Devin, it was who was it? It was Electro. Sandman. Electro. Yeah. Every every. <laughs> Everyone on TikTok is saying Sandman, and this other guy's calling everyone a casual. <laughs> you know, this <laughs> this is the first time we've ever I've ever been on like the other side of just posting stuff, and then people start fighting in the comments about just unrelated. And I'm just on, casual, I'm like an observer, casual, like, casual. I, he, <laughs> yeah, he went to everybody who got it wrong, and called them a casual. That is that is mean, dude. That is so mean. <laughs> Yep, that's that's social media for you. Um, oh, that's hilarious, Brian. Did you know the answer to that one, or were you also on like? Uh, oh, I I was with Lizard. As if you look at it, Doc Ock technically got fixed back at the apartment mm-hmm. and was never healed again. Later, then it was Sandman, Lizard. Then Doc Ock comes back and does Electro. Did I watch it out of sequence? Was I wrong? Because I thought it was Lizard 2, and then I watched a clip of it, and they show Electro first, and then Lizard. So, was the clip backwards? Because I watched it on YouTube, so they may have changed it so they don't get copyright struck. You dirty dog. (laughs) That guy called everyone a casual as an asshole. (laughs) Oh my god. Well, anyways, your answer was Electro, so we're going to shout out everyone who answered Electro, I guess. Oh, man. Uh, on on TikTok, we have uh, Tony Callerie, Unrlo, uh, Thunder5635, um, yeah, Devin, it looks like everybody else is saying Doc Ock, Sandman, Lizard, Electro. Green Goblin. There is a lot of electros on here, though, so I will admit. So, just saying. Got- Austin Heimel, Darth Buddy, twelve twenty one. Nathan West Allen, Big Jimmy Zit. There's a uh, Sir underscore uh, Pinky. <laughs> it just made me think of more underscore Morbius. Alec Gomez. Stinky, my your pretty little stinky Pinky. Uh, Sebastian Maldonado, 511, Matt the Braham, Sir underscore Pinky. Is that who you were just talking about? Yep. Hot dog. Venom underscore Zilla, Pencil. Brian, did you see uh did you see Morbius? I refuse. You know, you're not missing you refuse. much. You're not missing I refuse. Anything. Ten stars out of five. The movie was amazing. <laughs> when when it comes out uh for on streaming, I'll watch it. <laughs> so like Tuesday. 
<laughs> There's this really stupid line that just made us crack up where he goes like, you're being a stinky pinky or what did he say about the pinky? Louis? You're pr- how about your pretty little stinky pinky? <laughs> come, on, come on. That was the best line of the whole movie. It was amazing. That movie was the best. <laughs> oh, my God. I think uh, I'm going to go back and edit this in. Uh, there's so many names in here, and I don't want to keep poor Brian here all night uh, doing. Oh, it's TikTok. fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I just I went over to uh, to uh, Instagram. So we have uh, Jeff Duckman. Then we have Kellum one one two. Emily dot sweet dot art. GC Malashevsky. Ocampo Custom. NYC underscore a nine. Jonah Jorgensen. And that is it. And Devin the Stone. But he might be wrong. Good job. Good job, Devin. <laughs> I need to... I need to I, okay, I just looked up all curing scenes here. So right away, of course, Doc Ock gets the first. Uh, and I think this is in sequential order, so hopefully I can trust the internet. Um, as I'm looking this up, Louie, do you want to read off the next piece of trivia? All right. Um... Brian, you said you were a big Hawkeye fan, so you should know the answer to this question. In Hawkeye, whose name is on the tower Kate Bishop shoots a tennis ball arrow at? Is it A, Kirby, B, Ditko, C, Stark, or D, Stain? Stain. The correct answer was D, Abadiah Stain. Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave. There you have it. Wheel box of scraps. Um, but yeah, that was the correct answer. So shout out to uh, Art Larry. Emily dot sweet dot art. Is that supposed to say artillery? That's what I was thinking. I'm going with Art Little Larry. Uh, Jonah Jorgensen. Vote me for God. Mr. Marvel's Minutes. Hey. Oh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Cody Garcia, 16. And Kodge Wills. Good job, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on uh, Trivia on our Instagram every Tuesday as hosted by Devin. And on Wednesdays, I do Would You Rathers when I'm not a lazy piece of shit, honestly. Louis too modest. He's busy. He's a dad. Yeah. I'm always going to be a dad, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, did we do that? Uh, would you rather um, possessed by an Egyptian god or possessed by an alien symbiote? Did we do that? I, I doubt it. What do you think, uh, Brian? Would you rather be possessed by an Egyptian god like Khonshu or an alien symbiote like? Oh, like a Venom? symbiote. Bold. Yeah, I think I'd rather be a symbiote yeah. too. I think I said symbiote as well. Yeah, Venom is sick. Seventy-four <laughs> um, percent of voters selected. Wait, that's the wrong one. Uh, sorry. 56% of voters uh, disagree with all of us and say God. I like that I put the answers to. I put God or goo. I said goo. Mr. Marvel's Minutes said goo. Devin did not vote. I abstain. Shout out, Devin. So that brings us to our other question. Which was, would you rather be the haunting Moon Knight, so basically the traditional, or would you rather be the charming Mr. Knight that Steven possesses? 
74% said Moon Knight, because duh. Where only 26 people, or 26% of people wanted to be the Psycho Colonel Sanders, which, fair enough. Which Brian fell into the 26% with Psycho Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yes, I did. So uh, No problem with that, man. So why did you choose Psycho Colonel? Why did you choose Mr. Knight? <laughs> He's a badass. <laughs> he still has the powers. That's true. He's still crazy. Like he can walk around like in public. That is true. And he does look yeah. pretty suave. Mm-hmm. Did they ever explain why he has that kind of uh, stitching that goes along like that maxofacial kind of uh, line down the center of his face? No, they haven't explained anything. I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. New rock stars. Where's our breakdown of the stitching of the Mr. Night Mask? I want 47 Easter eggs and details on just each line and curve and how it represents some part of like the storyline in the MCU. Where is it at? Now, to answer our question, and take it with a grain of salt, this is just a montage on YouTube. All Spider-Man curing villain scenes. First one is Dr. Ock in the, the condo of Happy. Then the next person we see is, in fact, Sandman. Then number three is... Electro is doing a zappy zap. Doc Ock shows up. And then... Doc Ock puts the like curable mechanism on Electro. So it should be Electro in the third, as a third. Because then the portal opens up while Lizard is still being uh, is still chasing MJ and um, Ned and then the water portal appears so then he gets knocked down, which then allows Andrew Garfield Spider-Man to fight him. And then the uh, gas finally gets bit when Peter Tom Holland Peter is holding uh, the the vial. So Peter one. Peter one. Peter one. Peter one. So it was in fact Electro, okay. then Lizard. But I don't know why everyone thought because even when I was doing the trivia, I immediately thought Lizard was number three. I thought Electro was last. So I wonder why everyone kind of had the same kind of coming coming thought process. Well, I guess Mandela if you're thinking effect. about it, Lizard is the third one if you don't count Doc Ock True. who's not getting healed at the same time. And also thought like Doc know. Ock shows up towards the later end which would make sense why Electro would be the, like the last person because it's like that final show off and then all of a sudden you see uh, Goblin show up and all like that and then that's when the real party starts. So, <sighs> Have you seen that video <laughs> of uh, Oscar Isaac on Jimmy Fallon singing the Hippopotamus song? I saw that you sent it today. Now, did that just? No, it came out around when they were do. They were talking about Dune. Ah, because he's the dad in Dune, right? And so he just sings this. I didn't watch the whole video, but I skipped to the hippopotamus song part. So it's like, Devin, you do the uh, the spoilers without uh, context. Mm-hmm. So that that keeps coming up as. Moon Knight spoilers episode four without context. It's just him going hippopotamus, <laughs> hippopotamus. Perfect, makes sense. Oh man, well you know we've completed everything. We talked about who the favorite Avenger is. We talked about uh, why Logan is putting people to sleep a little bit here and there, and all the great stuff about Moon Knight. What's going to happen in episode five and six? But now we're at that point where we got two episodes left. 
And there's going to be a movie in between episode five and episode six, right? Or am I making this up? Is my math wrong? Or is episode six the week of Doctor Strange? Week of. Week of. Ooh, oh, man, mm-hmm. even great. So we'll get we'll get episode six just before. Now, this will be the last question before we adjourn for the evening. Do you think that is intentional? Do you think there could be something that ties in, at least somewhat relevant, to multiverse of madness at the end of this series? No. You say no. You say no. Ooh. No. No. Um, the only reason I say that is we've had a bunch of movies come out with shows going on in the middle of them, uh-huh. and they never cross. And I don't know why they would start with this. You know, everybody thought that Spider-Man was going to be in the last episode of Hawkeye. Right. And it was like, no. Right. Uh, um, was it Loki? I think Loki was on when Black Widow came out. And there would be no possible crossover with that. That'd just be too, too weird. Yeah. So, so I just I don't I don't see that being a thing. And then Shang Chi Eternals. Yeah. Yeah, after like the points you brought up, Ryan, it makes more sense that this would have a better connection to Thor than it would yep. Multiverse of Madness. But the only thing I would give as an example that was kind of similar, but this is for Star Wars. Um, if you've seen the first series of, uh, season of Mandalorian, they introduce uh, Grogu, Baby Yoda, using some force healing power. I know, spoiler for you, Louie, I'm so sorry. I know you're about to watch it. Oh, I, have, I haven't seen it yet, man. Uh, he uses a force healing ability. And I'm pretty sure that episode came out a few days before episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker, came out, where Ray uses a similar ability. So that's what I would think would happen um, if they do that. But I don't know. You, you guys swayed me. I don't think there'd be anything beforehand other than just they want to finish the show. People are going to talk about it, but then everyone's going to forget and just go straight into Multiverse of Madness. So that's a good time to be a Marvel fan, guys. It'll be a good time. It really is. Always a good time. Heck yeah. <laughs> so that does it for this episode of Earth 894, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. So, uh, Brian, go ahead and tell the good folks one more time at home, where can they find you? Where can they check out the podcast and all the stuff that you're uh, posting about? You can check out my podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, you name it, it's there. Search us on social media at Mr. Marvel's Minutes. Perfect. And we'll have a link to the website and the, uh, excuse me, the podcast and socials like that in the show notes. So go check them out. Go check out the podcast. You're going to have a great time. And if you don't have an hour and two many minutes to spare, go check out his <laughs> podcast. So you can get straight into the details and get all the stuff minus into all our crazy dates. stuff. Yeah, get the good juicy part. We're still focused on the crust over here, if you can tell. Um, Louis, the crust. <laughs> oh man, what's up? I was gonna say uh, metaphors are my strong suit, but uh, they're the best. So you're the best for our podcast. Make sure you keep following up with us. Give us a review. We love those. Someone just gave us a review on Apple Podcasts that I actually wanted to shout out while we're here. Uh, I don't know stars. who. Are. Yeah, five stars five are the best stars. stars. So that way we can uh, keep branching out and showing people everything about Marvel and talking about it a little bit more um, and keep the lights on. The lights are still staying on, by the way. It's just 
to make you feel more inclined to do it. But we did get a review recently on Apple Podcasts, and someone said, perfect podcast, gave five stars. This person, and I don't know how to say her name, Anastasio7406 said, Absolutely love listening to these guys and what they have to talk about in the world of the MCU. Started listening to the podcast about eight months ago and I haven't missed an episode since. That is amazing. Thank you so much. Hot dog. Contact us, DM us if you're uh, following us on Twitter or Instagram or anything like that. Hot dog. We'll send you some stuff. Heck yeah. We'll send you hot dogs straight from Portillo's. They're, the, they're definitely Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> so that does it for Earth 8 Day 4. We'll talk to you next time with another episode discussion. For Moon Knight. So hope y'all thank have you a good night. so much for listening. Thank you so much, Brian, for being here today. Yeah, thank you guys for having me tonight. Oh, yeah, of course. Anytime. It was great. We'd uh we're gonna have to have you again on this show uh when Moon Knight wraps up and then when Multiverse of Madness comes out, we gotta bring together our podcast multiverses to see yeah. what the hell happened. Mephisto. Confirmed. He's confirmed. <laughs> You're already here from Bride. Take everyone. Oh, goodness. But was it really Vision or was it Ultron in the Vision body that was perfected version of Ultron?